We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's word every single day, and it's our privilege to continue to do so today. This time, we are going with part number 77 in our devotional series titled Making Friends for God, and the caption is "Take uh, Testify with assurance, testifying with assurance. Let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the opportunity to open your word. And now I'm asking you to give us a testimony and then give us assurance of faith and then give us the wisdom on how to share. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen again. Testifying with assurance. Assurance, what does that mean? Sometimes it makes sense just to look words up in the dictionary. Remember those? Here it is, a positive declaration intended to give confidence, a promise with a clause. Here's an example. He gave an assurance that work would not recommence until Wednesday. And so we have a declaration intended to give confidence, a promise. So we can have confidence that if we have the connection with God that he intends for us to have, a living connection with God, we have assurance that we will share that great news of Jesus Christ, that testimony that he has changed our lives and is continuing to do so today. We have assurance. We have this hope that burns within our hearts, hope of the coming of the Lord. And we'll get into that in another moment. But first, let's go ahead into the book of 1 John, the book of 1 John chapter 5, and I will read beginning at verse 11. Uh, 1 John chapter 5, beginning at verse 11. And here is what the Bible says. And this is the record that God hath given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. We have assurance that eternal life is in his son and that we have it if we have surrendered our will to him. Verse 12, he that hath the son hath life. Are you assured of this life? And he that hath not the son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that you believe on the name of the son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. That's assurance of salvation and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that good news that if we believe on the Son of God, that we have life? I remember someone asked Jesus, uh, how can we work the works of God? And in John chapter 6, it's recorded. He said, believe, (laughs) full stop, believe. And of course, there was so much to learn about this belief. But the truth is, if we believe on the name of the only Son of God, we have life. And the book of Hebrews chapter 
10, beginning at verse 19, the Bible reads in the New Living Translation, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we come boldly into heaven's most holy place. This is critical because of the blood of Jesus Christ. By his death, Jesus opened a new and living way and threw the curtain into the most holy place. We know that veil, that curtain is Jesus Christ. Verse 21, and since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. That's assurance, yes? For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed in pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. This gives good reason to share what great things God is doing for us with boldness. Bible says that those who have fear are not perfected in love because perfect love casts out fear for fear hath torment. But when we are in a perfect love relationship with God, then we come boldly. We have boldness in the day of judgment. Now, if we don't have personal assurance in Jesus, it's not possible to share it with someone else. You see, there are times that when I was a young person, a uh, young person, uh, the, the office in church was called lay activities. We call it now personal ministries. And I remember, you know, lay activities leaders would get up and, and, and try to convince people into action. But the reality is only those who have in our hearts the love and desire to share that love with God, of God with others, can we be motivated to do that kind of sharing? And so dead people can't save dead people. Dead people can't testify of the goodness of God. Uh, the Bible says that God asked the prophet, can these dry bones live? And he said, sir, thou knowest. And it is only when God blows into a person's spiritual life, his breath, and then we begin to live according to that principle of life, that seed that germinates in our hearts, right? That, that soil that is prepared for God's word. It is only then that we can pass on that life, then and only then. And so we cannot share what we don't have ourselves. There are conscientious Christians who live in a state of perpetual uncertainty, wondering if they will ever be good enough to be saved. Can you imagine a wise old preacher once said, when you look at when I look at myself, I see no possibility of being saved. But get this. When I look at Jesus, I see no possibility of being lost. The Lord's words ring with certainty down through the ages. Look to me and be saved. All the ends of the earth. If you don't get anything else today, get this. For I am God and there is no other. This comes in from the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 22. Another passage of scripture before you go, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning at verse 1 in the Coleman, Coleman Christian Standard Bible. Now I want to make clear for you uh, brothers and sisters, the gospel I preached to you, which you received 
on which you have taken your stand? Have you taken your stand on the gospel message of Jesus Christ in these last days? Yes, I hope so. And by which you are being saved today. If you hold to the message I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, for I passed on to you as most important what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. And so since God has kept his promise to give us life through Jesus Christ, his son, since he has kept his promise that we can be adopted in the faith of the beloved, since he has kept his promise that he is coming for those who look for him a second time without sin unto salvation, we can testify of his goodness in 2020 or in whatever year it is when you're listening to watching or viewing this, right? We can with assurance testify of his goodness. So he has changed my life. He is giving me holiness every day. He's giving me grace and mercy every day. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So as long as that is the reality in your life and in mine, we can testify with assurance. God has reconciled us unto himself through Jesus Christ, and he has given or entrusted to us this ministry of reconciliation. Testify with assurance. Give someone else hope today. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.